Ready to elevate your credit understanding and score? With insider tips and a plan, you can take action to improving your score, which can save thousands in unnecessary finance charges. Let's tackle today's topic with your coach, Credit Christy. Hey friends, it's Christy, your credit coach. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode. Today, I'd like to talk about the top money problems that Americans face. I recently read an article in USA Today, and they were sharing about a survey that was done by Money Rates, and they were talking about financial worries, regrets, and fears. And although this isn't specific to credit, it does tie in with credit. So I want to share with you the top five money problems Americans face according to this survey. And then I'd love to ask, what would you like to change most about your financial behaviors and situation? And the number one top money problem that Americans face is problems making ends meet, let alone feeling comfortable. So let's break this down. The cost of living is going through the roof. Inflation is going through the roof. So this survey was obviously done in the past. I could only imagine just how emphasized this is current day. And for where cost of rent and housing purchases and prices on cars and where insurance is going and all of those things added together, just the carrying costs of managing a household, many incomes just don't go as far as we wish. So I think the problem is twofold. I think a part of it is incomes have not increased at the same level as cost of living. And I also see just based on the hundreds of loan applications that I do every year in my role, I see a lot of people paying top dollar in rent and also carrying very high car payments. I just looked at a credit report this morning where someone who's earning $45,000 a year has an $881 car payment. And to me, that just doesn't line up. I think a good rule of thumb is for your car payment to be at about 10% of your income. And in this case, for this young gentleman, it was 20%. So that's going to require him to forfeit other things in his life. I also see where some young adults take on their own apartment or their own home to rent and don't take it on with a roommate. In my early 20s, I had a roommate almost all the time. And that was the only way I was able to pay off my car, pay off my student loans and have a little bit of money in savings. So I'd love to know your take on problems making ends meet. Is it self-inflicted? Is it because of cost of living? Or is it a combination of both in your opinion? Top money problem number two, living for today. So about 31% of the people in this survey said they had no retirement savings and they had a lack of just regular savings, so no emergency fund. And personally, I see this all the time. Sometimes I'll look at bank statements that have 31 cents left as an ending balance when the bank statement cut. You wanna talk about living on the edge. I would be so terrified and lose sleep about non-sufficient funds, fees hitting my bank account because of an auto payment or something like that came in and then overdrafted my account. I would really seriously lose sleep over this. But I really do believe it's deeply ingrained in our current society where we really are living for today. It's so much easier to focus on the here and the now and put off worrying about or preparing for our future. And unfortunately, 
Our future is gonna arrive before you know it and we're gonna be completely unprepared. But even more importantly, the lack of savings creates this cycle that many of us can't get out of. So if you don't have that savings, something happens and you wind up having to borrow for it. So you put that amount on a credit card or you take out a loan and now you're paying interest which is creating a higher payment, which cuts into your cash flow, which keeps us from saving, which brings us right back to why we have to borrow is because we're not prepared with money in our savings account. And then we're in this cycle and we're trapped. Top money problem number three, accumulating too much debt. And I see this all the time. And again, back to just how our society is structured right now, we can borrow for everything. We can borrow for our homes, our education, our cars, our cell phones, our sofas, our pet, and even tires on the car. So not only the amount of debt that we're accumulating, but also those monthly payments. We become a slave to it. And I see so many people when they're looking or considering buying something else, they look at it like, can I afford one more payment? But my friends, if we're looking at it from that perspective, if something happens, you get injured and you can't work, you get sick and you run through your sick pay or your vacation pay. If you don't get a paycheck, would you be able to stay afloat? And if the answer is no, you're probably stuck at living for today and taking on too much debt. This is kind of a scary place to be and it can cause anxiety for a lot of people. Okay, so top money problem number four, making poor purchasing and investment decisions. So let me use this example of the young gentleman that I pulled credit on today that had an $881 car payment. My question is to you, at a young 20-something age, do we have to be driving a 50-something thousand dollar car? And I don't mean to sound judgmental. I just think it's a poor purchasing decision for the monthly payment versus his particular income. He's going to find himself in these traps that I just mentioned, too much debt, living for today with the lack of savings, and then unable to make ends meet. And I love that we now have access to Acorns and Robinhood and some of these different accounts where we can put small dollar amounts in and invest in the stock market and have a little bit of fun and hopefully grow some funds. But I also see a lot of people entering into investment situations that they just don't know enough about. I'll give you an example. I know nothing about cryptocurrency. And so I'm sitting on the sidelines because I don't know what I don't know. So just because everybody else is doing it doesn't make it a good decision. It doesn't make it a bad decision. I'm just saying, I believe a lot of people make decisions based on what other people are doing rather than doing their own research or seeking out a mentor that knows so much more about that and learning from them and following their guidance. So let me ask you a question. In the last year, have you made a poor purchasing decision? I know I have. And in hindsight, it's really easy to say, well, gosh, if I could go back and do it again, I would do that thing a little bit differently. So I encourage you, what kind of lessons can you learn through that experience that could hopefully keep you from making a mistake like that again? And then finally, number five, being unable to enjoy money. So about 12% of the respondents said they are being too cheap in life and they're not allowing themselves to enjoy money. And another 10% said the only thing that they would change was how they handled it. They actually want to enjoy money, but because they don't enjoy it, they just squander it away. I wanna share something with you. Money is a tool. Money is energy. And it's not money that's important. It's everything that money touches. So when you're working really hard for your income, don't forget to set aside money to enjoy. Money can help create experiences that create lifelong memories for the people that you love the most. 
And even though they call themselves cheap and saying they can't enjoy it, there's actually a relationship that they have with money that won't allow them to enjoy it. And it's something that they learned as a child in their environment, in their upbringing. So there is a way to enjoy it, but we have to understand our relationship, our core story with money. I did create a course all about understanding our core story and our relationship with money. So if you know of somebody who's really struggling with their relationship with money and they're just kind of stuck, invite them to go to creditchristie.com. I've got some information there about how to become unstuck in your relationship with money. So I would love to hear from you. Do you find yourself in any of these top five money problems that most Americans face? Do you find yourself in all five categories that are the top five in this survey? And would you like to do something about it so that you're not one that feels like you're drowning in debt and a slave to payments? I'd love to hear from you. Send me an email. I will respond. Send it to questions at creditchristie.com and share with me what you are struggling with. And how I will tie this into credit is that if you are overextended on your credit, you have an overutilization on your credit card. So your credit card balances are maxed out. You're borrowing for everything. So you've got a lot of inquiries on your credit report. You might find that you have a suffering credit score because of those inquiries, because your credit is maxed out. And if you take on a lot of loans and a lot of credit cards in a short amount of time just to try to feel like you've got a little bit more room to spend, that's going to affect your credit score as well because of taking on a lot of new debt in a short amount of time. Remember, a credit score is put together by these institutions that suggest your ability to repay your debt. So thanks for being with me for another episode. If we haven't already connected on social, please connect with me at Credit Christie. And until next time, my friends, stay well. Subscribe now and share with a friend to stay in the loop for new credit content and insider tips to maximize your credit knowledge. And follow Credit Christie on Instagram.